0: Life Audio.
1: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Billy and the Goat. I'm your host, Billy Yancey. Please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. You know, God's plan is much bigger than our plan. However big we think or think we think, God thinks leaps and light years bigger than us every day, all day. Years ago, I was hired to get this young lady in shape, back in shape for a photo shoot. She came in, we talked for a few minutes, and she ran back out to her car. You'll never believe what she brought back, back in. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the story. So, she comes back in. She's got a magazine. She's flipping through it, flipping through it, flipping through it. While she's flipping through it, I'm kind of, not irritated, but I'm just like thinking to myself, come on. Here's another person, another situation where I have this person who wants to look like some star on TV, the movies, you know what have you. I've had it, I've had it happen numerous times. Class will bring in a picture of so and so that they have on their refrigerator or on their phone. And it would look like this person. And you know what? You'll never look like that person. It's never going to happen. So anyway, this young lady's flipping through the magazine, finally comes to the page, flips it open, turns it around to me and it's her. <laughs> it's her. I mean, I was like, okay, wow. Like, she was in really good shape, attractive photo, she's a a bathing suit model in a number of publications and needed to get back in shape. So, it was just, it was interesting because what I thought was so much smaller than what I saw. Right? I mean, how many times do we dilute or make things smaller or, or let me flip that God magnifies things right we see things under under a microscope where God can take that under a microscope and make it grandiose make it huge ginormous so you know going forward for me personally that was a good, good lesson for me you no know, not to underestimate underestimate people Or don't, don't just don't second guess. In any event, another example of, of God magnifying and something was, would be my friendship with my friend, David. Many years ago, again, it was the 2009. David calls me. He found me looking on internet. He wanted to compete. He wanted to do his first Muay Thai fight. And I said, why do you want to do that? So I ended up training him. It was, uh, he, he will tell you that I tried to kill him. I did not. I was trying to prepare, prepare him for a Muay Thai f- fight, which is intense. If you've ever fought, boxed, done a Muay Thai fight, MMA, if you will, it's more intense than it looks. It's even more intense, you know, to train, to get ready for And, uh, you know, just the fact that he came in just to be trained by me for several weeks is so much smaller than what I ever even imagined would turn into. I mean, we're best friends now. He's a friend, a brother, a confidant. You know, he helps me. He's helped me with some business business decisions, major business decisions. He's been there when I'm at my lowest, absolute lowest. He's always been there for me. Love him, you know, like a. And there you go again. God, God did it again. There's someone to just walk through the door, so to speak, and wanted one thing. And there's so much more to our relationship and what it's grown into and where we're headed that I ever even imagined. So quick sidebar, you know, preparing for these podcasts, these shows, it took some work. It took, I'm still learning. I'm learning as I go. I'm learning every day. But preparing for the first podcast was interesting because I did a number of, of test runs and, you know, David being my best friend, I sent him a test run. Of Jesus, like like a twenty five minute, twenty or twenty five minute taping of a topic. Actually, my the first my first episode, I think it was. So I was really excited about it. And I thought I nailed it, and I asked Dave, I said, "Hey, you might listen to this. Just short, sure, send it over." So I emailed it to him, and he, he texts me back, and he says. He says, Man, you were spot on. He was like, Man, it was a lot better. He's like, the last thirty seconds sounds like a podcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> like I could not believe I put so I felt like I put so much into it. <sighs> yeah, it was I'll never forget that. And he laughs, you know, to this day. I'm like, thirty I'm like, bro, thirty seconds? Really? Thirty seconds? Thirty seconds. Ah, don't be the dead horse. Next. Wow. Someone really, really close to him, like really, really, really close to him would be his son, Jake. My son, William, calls him Big Jake. Calls him Big Jake Pancake. So, anyway, <clears throat> I've known him for several years as well. I had the pleasure of training he and his sister, actually, for a time, when they were still... In middle school and uh, you know the first time I met Jake I think our, ne- our initial conversation started and he came in he was like 14 years old little guy just kind of really really quiet soft-spoken not really aggressive he was playing little league football and he was like a, a of the kids on the field he was like one of the bigger kids and despite his size, he didn't have the aggressiveness that is needed, that is required on the football field. So anyway, I'm not going to go through all the details of that. Of that but where Jake was and where Jake is now, you know, he went on to play football his local high school and just didn't work out. So he... They sent him up to the Hunt School, you know, which is a high-end private school for academics and for athletes. So it's a different atmosphere, and it really, really worked out for him. He really, really developed, he got a lot stronger, faster, bigger, you name it. Now he is at University of Penn and he's a freshman. And he's the strongest kid on the team. He's about 290 pounds. I watched him. He sent me a video the other day of him doing the 150-pound dumbbells, the 150-pound 100, dumbbells. Yes, one in each hand. And to think that Jake is doing 150-pound dumbbells now and squatting 500 pounds and deadlifting five, 600 pounds, it's amazing. Look what God did. Look what God did. That's amazing, right? There again, God's plan is much bigger than our plan. Much, much bigger. Jake, five years ago, 70 years ago, his whole life. If you asked him back then, did he think he'd be where he is today? He might say, yeah. But honestly, there's no way of him knowing that. That's how big God is. Now, what I could not wait to get to was this part of the show. And this talks about my son, William, our scripture today is Matthew chapter 14, verse 17. And they say unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fishes and the commanded and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves, and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. Our son William, our son William, is, uh, as you know, he was a preemie, and uh, most newborns weigh five to eight pounds. William weighed thirty ounces. One pound, 14 ounces, 30 ounces. So, to give you an idea of what 30 ounces is equivalent to, and I might get, I might start crying during this. 30 ounces is equivalent to a loaf of bread. That's how small William was. You know, leading up to William's birth as parents, although William's mother and I are no longer together. We co-parent amazingly, amazingly. Now, it took us a while, okay, granted, to get to where we are today, but we're there now. And uh, as I said, leading up to William's birth, as parents, especially as prior athletes, you know, we both, I know as a dad, I'm like, I can't speak for his mother, but I know as a dad, as many of you can probably relate to, if you have a son, even a daughter, you think, you know, playing ball and when they find their first bike and teaching them that, skateboard and playing in extracurricular activities and sports, football, soccer and things of that magnitude. Me and his mom were athletes. We're athletes. His mom was grew up in Ohio. She was an incredible state champion in basketball and softball. She was a pitcher in in fast pitch, soft, fast pitch softball. Wicked pitcher, wicked pitcher, won numerous games. Month, a plethora of state titles, and was a wicked basketball player. She got recruited by University of Tennessee, you know, many years ago to play basketball at University of Tennessee. Listen, if you got recruited by University of Tennessee back in the eighties, nineties, what was her name? The coach, coach, coach Summit was coach, coach Summit. Tennessee Volunteers basketball coach back then, you get recruited by her, you're, you're incredible. Myself, you know, growing up, I played, she's, all these different sports, basketball, football, soccer, track, cross country, lacrosse, all these sports. So, of course, you know, as a dad, I wanted, I looked forward to my son playing all those sports as well. And even as adults, we're both in a fitness industry. We both serve our customers and families and from young adults all the way up to to seniors. That's what we do. So naturally, I thought anyway, I think we, you know, collectively, we thought that, you know, our son would be doing something similar to... What we were doing, playing basketball and softball and football and all these different types of things. Hey, let me tell you something. It was not the case. That's not, that's not how it worked out. That's not how things are going. And what's amazing is William weighed 30 ounces when he was born. God took five loaves of bread and two fish and said 5,000 people my son our son William birthed by me and his mom Lisa was born 30 ounces the size of one loaf of bread and is motivating and inspiring thousands that's just amazing that's just amazing on so many levels. You know, of course, number one, for all intents and purposes, according to the doctors, William was not going to make it. We should have pulled the plug. We should have let him go because he would not be worthy. He would be stuck in a wheelchair, in a corner with no quality of life or poor quality of life where he'd have to be fed. He wouldn't be able to eat on his own, drink on his own, get around his own he just wouldn't be able to do anything and it's not it's not worth holding on to so let him go what impacts you every
0: day there is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives museum of the bible reveals the bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists the way we measure time social justice our national monuments and more The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
1: God had other plans. So no, he did not turn out to be the football player that I was, the basketball or amazing pitcher that his mother was. You know what he is so much bigger and better and more amazing than he that his mother or i ever was athletically he is amazing he spends he you know today william is able to walk on his own with a crutch that right there is a miracle. On top of that, although he spends a lot of time in his chair, in his wheelchair, things he's able to do in his wheelchair are just amazing. His arm, he's a lefty like his mom. His mom was a pitcher. If that sucker hits you (laughs) with the ball, it's... I mean, his arm is... He's got the heat. If you know William, you know what I'm talking about. If you've been hit by one of his... Pitches or balls, you know what I'm talking about. His mom didn't really appreciate this, but so years ago he was we started in this thing called on the weekends on Sundays called buddy basketball. And I think it was either the first or one of the first few days of buddy basketball. And the buddy basketball happens on Sundays in the gym. There are a number of kids with various disabilities that are combined not combined, but they have buddies. Who they play basketball with in the gym. They go through drills and shooting drills and drooling drills. So they partnered up with. So before it started, William takes the basketball and they have a photographer there and he nails the photographer in the back of the head. Bam! He thinks it's hilarious because he's a kid. He's William. He just smokes you in the back of your head with a basketball. His mother did not appreciate that. His dad was rolling. Anyway, that's another a sidebar. So he's amazing in basketball. His mother, Lisa's grandmother, <clears throat> was an amazing bowler. Now we take William bowling. He goes bowling almost every weekend. And there's nothing for him to bowl a spare or several strikes. Yes, several strikes in in uh, during the time he's bowling. Yes. And he's bowling, he's in his chair bowling all by himself. No assistance. Amazing. Amazing. The other sport, baseball. Now when he he's obviously his arm is serious. We have to be really careful. That he doesn't hurt anybody when we're out on the baseball field because he is his arm is so good, it's so strong. If he hits you with the ball and you're not looking, you could really get injured. All jokes aside, he's able to hit with one one arm, his left arm. You know we're we're helping him, holding him up, and he's hitting with 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 one arm. All of this, amazing. We never saw any of this coming. None of it. He is a blessing more than we ever, 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 ever knew or realized. There's so many people, so many times, so many instances where William has blessed us. And not just us, his mom and dad and family, but friends. Online. Passers-by. She's Blue Angels. Oh, my buddy... Tom Frosch was captain of the Blue Angels a few years ago and afforded us the opportunity for William to meet them and then took a picture. And, you know, he's just affected so many lives, family, friends, strangers, you name it. William was even blessed to be the manager for his middle school basketball team. Not just William that was blessed, but me and his mom were blessed. The coaches and teammates embraced him with open arms. And let me tell you, he was fired up. He got to sit with the team during the game, chatted up with some of the kids, then you know, the players and the coaches, and even got to shoot hoops during halftime while the team was in the locker room. Now, how many kids do you know to get, get that opportunity? How many kids do you know to get to do that? And let me tell you, William dazzled the crowd. Countless times, fans would come up to William after the game to tell him how amazing it was. And he wasn't even in the game. So there's that. Amazing. Amazing, right? We're just hopeful he will have the same opportunities. Now, what's the significance? What's the importance of feeding the 5,000, nothing is too big for God. Whatever our expectations are, God will f- always far exceed our greatest expectations. Our expectations from what we were told, for what we were promised as parents, was doom for William it's so not what happened what's happening and what God has planned for William for us our family friends so much more now granted it's a lot of work William the amount of work and therapy pain and tears and falls and failures he's experienced since he was born countless but God has sent messengers God sent therapists he has therapists now that help him one I want to bring up I can't obviously I can't talk about all of them but initially one of his very first a person that helped him learn how to walk her name is Miss Judith oh my gosh she was a godsend Early on, you know, I had, of course, William's mother, Lisa, and I had questions, but we had the utmost respect and belief in Miss Judith and her skill and what she was able to do. She was highly recommended. She explained one day, and this just came to me a little while ago, she explained one day how it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, how teaching William was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich what do I mean by that she said you know how most people know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you just you just do it you take out the bread you take out two slices of bread you put it on the counter or the plate Or you take out the jelly open up the jelly take the knife out put the jelly on the bread do the same with the peanut butter put it together you just sandwich." She's like, most people know how to do that, just like most people know how to walk. She said, William doesn't know how to do that. She said, we have to teach him step by step. She said, you have to teach him how to take the knife. It's just peanut butter. How to put it on the bread. Same with the jelly. And the other slice of bread. We have to teach him step by step how to do it. Most people are able to do this. William cannot. We have to teach him step by step, block by block, letter by letter. And that's what she did. And initially, a number of sessions teaching him how to walk. I will remember one Saturday afternoon in particular where, you know, she's on this little board with wheels facing William. And she has him standing up. Right, she's got her hands on his waist, and he's like kind of all over the place. And sh- she's got a ruler on the floor, on the floor, and you know, I guess it's for his gait and having him take a step, right, left, right, left, from the back of my gym all the way up to the front, and it was just brutally painful for him. It, it, it was just painful, you know, because it was unnatural for him, and she was teaching him, she was teaching him what we do naturally which was unnatural for him. And I, I went into the bathroom and I just, I lost it. I was in tears because he was in pain and she was being tough, a tough coach and therapist, which is what you have to do. It's it's painful. And you know what? <laughs> it worked. I am, we are so grateful to Miss Judit for her and all that she's done that time and over the years and not just Miss Judith but all of his therapists all of them they are absolutely amazing and have everything to do with why William is where he is today and how he has affected, inspired and motivated so many lives thousands of lives for many years lastly I'll touch on the fact that and I think you're aware of this but we had the opportunity to introduce William to his hero Steph Curry and what it took to make that happen and what happened after he met Steph Curry so we the, the short version is we were blessed to with the opportunity to introduce William to Steph Curry at a Wizards game. And just gonna fast forward you to when he was on the court and he had a basketball and Steph Curry came over to him and William's trying to he, he wants to dribble and shoot, but he can't because the the wheels of the the wheelchair were locked. So he's dribbling passes it to Steph Curry Steph Curry hits a three pointer splash and it went viral and from that opportunity and that blessing from God and Steph making that three pointer it went viral and thousands of people saw William saw Steph Curry and there's another instance in time in history where William, again, motivated, inspired, so many. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more.
0: Hi, friend. Are you stressed? Maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe the Stressless Podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's Word, to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to life audio.com.